Hi, it's News Talk's Jess Kelly here. Are you ready to embark on a thrilling adventure? Well, guess what? The Aer Lingus September sale is here and it's ready to take your travel dreams to new heights. Imagine exploring the enchanting canals of Amsterdam, basking in the sun-kissed beaches of Malaga, indulging in the vibrant culture of Barcelona or marvelling at the historic wonders of Rome. And that's just the beginning. With up to 30% off flights to Europe and the UK, thanks to Aer Lingus, you can now turn those daydreams into a reality. And that's not all. If the allure of North America has captured your heart, get ready to experience the iconic streets of New York, the magical theme parks of Orlando, or the stunning coastline of San Francisco. And the best part? Flights to North America start from just €159.99 each way as part of a return trip. The sale ends on September 18th, but the journey doesn't stop there. You can travel from October 1st, 2023, all the way up to March 13th, 2024. Time to start planning those unforgettable getaways. Don't miss this amazing opportunity to explore breathtaking European and North American destinations with Aer Lingus. Fly with Aer Lingus and let your wanderlust take flight. Book now at aerlingus.com. Sale ends September 18th. T's and C's apply. Aer Lingus, you're very welcome. Now, enjoy your podcast. It's 17 minutes after 8 o'clock. A public meeting took place in Stradbally in County Leash last night over the decision to accommodate Ukrainian refugees on the site of Electric Picnic. Newstalk's Josh Crosby was there. He's with us now. What was the feeling on the ground, Josh? Well, Jonathan, I've never covered anything quite like this last night. There was shouting, clapping, confusion and downright anger. This meeting started at 7 o'clock and it was outside under the market house shelter. Locals were telling one another to shut their mouths, telling the owner of the land this is not his decision to make, that he should forget about this. But the meeting was very disorganised overall. There were wild claims spouted around. People were shouting over one another, repeating questions. Then people around me in the crowd of around 100 people started arguing with each other because, look, let's face it, it's a very heated, sensitive issue, which people are totally entitled to have strong views on. The the site manager of Pastures New Limited, which has this contract, was there. The owner of the land, Thomas Cosby, and a number of local councillors. And they all got a lot of questions thrown at them. Just to give the listeners a sense of the mood there, you'll hear the kind of calls being made at the start of this clip and then I spoke with Alec Purser who's the Church of Ireland rector he says he moved to the area nine years ago and that the community is very welcoming Can we not just think of those people for once and come back here in a week's time and if there is a problem I'll be first to stand up at that table up there and say close the gate I promise you that Please give them the opportunity. Give them the chance. is a place of welcome. All of these Ukrainians who will come here and are here will be made feel welcome. There is no debate about that. Perhaps it's just the way it was told to the people. A little bit slow off the mark. Everyone here tonight has ex- expressed their opinions, their emotions. Perhaps next week we will meet where we can hear each other and maybe have less emotion. We as a community have no objection whatsoever of any Ukraine families coming in. If we had have known about this, we would have probably have tried to help out in some way with donations or whatever. But it's the fact that we were never even asked or never told. How do you feel coming away from this meeting tonight? No better. A meeting could have been held before the picnic came and get the views on people so that you wouldn't have this anger spilling out now. Whoever owns land should have to come down to the town and consult with the residents what they do. No, it's when you're dealing with 700 50 people. The last census there was a population of 1,404 people and if you land 750 people in on that, that's an increase of 54% nearly overnight. 
So that's just a mix of the feelings at the meeting last night and that went on for, for just over an hour. Now the 750 figure the woman mentions there is the full capacity of the facility which has been set up in the, the family camping area of Electric Picnic but we were told at the time of the meeting that 27 had arrived yesterday and they'll be staying in the teepee style tents for a maximum of two weeks and then there'll be another turnaround of people but it's not yet known how many will be arriving each day. The Department of Integration says the average number of people arriving into Ireland who fall into this status is 58. Now, one of the main concerns coming from the locals is if this contract will run on longer than the six weeks. I was talking to the owner of Stradbally Hall yesterday, Thomas Cosby, and he assured me this is a short-term measure. There's a video of that interview up on the News Talk social media channels, but there were a few public representatives there. The most vocal was independent councillor Ashley Moran. She actually resigned from Fine Gael earlier this year. Councillor Moran says she wants greater details on the future plans for the I don't trust what they're saying. I just got a sense that it's longer than six weeks and I hope I'm wrong. We're throwing people into tents in the middle of a field and leaving them there. I think it's absolutely disgraceful. Talk to the communities, sit them down and explain to them what's going on and you will see the majority of people want to help. And look, I've been here for the day now and I have been hearing that the main frustration is the lack of consultation, the short notice. But you can't deny that there is misinformation among the locals as well. Do you think that adds to the whole anger and uncertainty? That's why if you engage with people beforehand, it stops all that. They've known that all these refugees have been in uh, student accommodation for the last number of months and now they're panicking. Now they're panicking when all the students are going back to school. There's no joined up thinking. Leash Councillor Ashling Moore in there. Josh, there was a lot of frustration amongst the local people there. I have to think about the poor, unfortunate Ukrainian people and the families who are heading down there. Did anyone speak out for them? There was, Jonathan, and there were calls, as you're saying there, can we not think of the women and children? Look, I'm sure the majority of people are supportive of those coming here. Yet, Yes, there were some really ill-informed statements made and questions of have these people been vetted, etc. But overall, the frustration and anger was coming from the, the short notice the community was given. And many don't think tents are the answer. It ended on the idea there would be another meeting next week. They said they would meet back in the same market square. And then someone piped up and suggested, no, they would meet on the grounds of Stradbally Hall. I got speaking with the chairperson of Leash Integration Network, Karen McHugh. Now, Karen says there needs to be more information campaigns to try and stamp out the spread of misinformation. Well, what we're going to try and do is some of the statements and language um, that was thrown out there to try and give the evidence that this isn't true. You look at all these rumours that are flying around there, you do the evidence, you do the research and you have the facts. I would encourage people, anyone that's listening, if you have an issue, do your research, speak to somebody who knows what they're talking about, don't be listening to others and don't be spreading more rumours and mistruths when the reality is totally different. So the first few Ukrainians have arrived here to Stradbally now. What will you and your other colleagues, your volunteers be doing to engage with the people there? I've shared my contact details immediately with the company. So we will do whatever we can do and whatever we're asked to do. We will do everything possible to ensure people are welcomed. Just like Irish immigrants who left Ireland were welcomed, many welcomed in countries abroad. Karen McHugh, chairperson of the Leash Integration Network, speaking there with Josh Crosby in Stradbally. It just goes to the core of everything, Shane. If you don't communicate properly with people before something happens, uh, uh, some other narrative will fill the void. I don't know whether there mm. would have been less objection yeah. going down there. I don't know. It's Everyone, I think, has agreed that this is not a good idea, that we would prefer to have something else. But failure to communicate is disastrous when it comes to yeah, bringing about except, Jonathan, a Yeah, except, we're in an like emergency. This. And I, you know what? I'm not sure the time is there 
to start, you know, start negotiating with people and start communicating. I mean, what does communication actually mean? I, I'm always sceptical when I hear that because to me, communication means veto and we're not in a place where we can veto. So I'm kind of sceptical of that argument. Uh, but uh, let us know what you think. 87 106 You can WhatsApp us for free. Hi, it's News Talk's Kieran Cuddihy here. Before this podcast starts, we wanted to share some important information with you from our good friends over at PwC. Their latest Irish Workforce Hopes and Fears Survey 2023 is now out. It gauges workers' perceptions of their job, employer, potential job moves, and the skills needed to succeed in an evolving global environment. In summary, the challenges facing Irish organisations are significant. One in five Irish workers do not see their organisation surviving beyond 10 years if it continues on its current path. And 22% of workers are likely to change jobs in the next 12 months. A significant portion of the workforce is stressed and struggling financially, with 19% struggling to pay their monthly bills. No surprise, so that 38% of Irish workers plan to ask for a pay rise next year. Also in the PwC report is what Irish workers anticipate as the most important skills to have over the next five years and the impact AI will have on their job in the near future. Visit pwc.ie forward slash hopes and fears to read the full 2023 Workforce Hopes and Fears report. Now, enjoy your podcast. 